As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. So, we are almost to Christmas. You know, uh, isn't statistically like one of our top episodes was last Christmas? Uh, you know what? I can actually look it up. I remember looking. I actually want to say that it was our top one for like the longest time, and then the blissful uh, ignorance took over. Uh, which oh, was the Matrix. The Matrix, the Matrix right. one, which yes. is such a po- popular topic anyways. Um, right. Yes, I think a, a, a good uh, break into our show is the Gal- Galactic Saint, uh, which was our Christmas one that I think actually dropped, if I recall, it dropped like right around Christmas, right? I believe so. Yeah, like, like, this, like this one will drop just two, yeah. three days before. It dropped on the 23rd. So this episode will also drop on... The 22nd, so we're right around the same. Uh, but yeah, the Bliss for Ignorance is the one that dropped directly after nice. the Galactic Saint. Um, but if I look at analytics and I look at all time, let's do all time here. Let's go all time. Most downloaded episode is, because I just I thought I looked at this the other day. Come on, Alex. It's not that long. Mind you, we're at like 7,000 downloads, which is pretty fantastic. Uh, the Blissful Ignorance has it at 639 downloads individually, and the Galactic Saint is followed up by 586. Okay. So, followed up by Birds Aren't Real, the False Foul. <laughs> Which I gotta say, of sure. those, of all the podcasts we've done, those happen to be my three favorite because uh, we really enjoyed those conversations yeah. uh, thoroughly. Uh, even though they weren't, I wouldn't say so, they were completely well thought out, but they were good. No, I, yeah, I mean, Bert, I think the Matrix one was probably the most thought out of the three. Oh yeah, oh yeah. But we we also had just watched like four, and I, I got to tell you, like oh, there's right. a lot of trilogies that I really enjoyed. But as a as a younger teenager, when or well, I guess it would have been teenager when these movies came out, I thoroughly enjoyed the the trilogy. Uh, I remember seeing a lot of them with my dad, and like just really really enjoyed those movies. So uh, I really was excited to have that conversation about those. So cool. Yeah. Yeah. What are we talking What are we talking about today? Well, Since so it's Christmas. It's gonna have Christmas. Christmas. Yeah. Right. And you know, there. I don't know if you want to. There's the conspiracy theories 
well, there there are conspiracy theories, but there's there is this underground belief that there is a war on Christmas. Now, for all the people that know me or have listened, you know, other than aliens, Christmas is one of my top favorite things, right? So I throw up my Christmas lights generally sometime in late October, uh, as my friend Andy absolutely loves when I do it, so I do it for him. Get and... out of here. <laughs> The part of the reason people are so exhausted through Christmas is not because of how much money they've spent or how much time it takes to prepare Christmas and get it all together. It's the fact that you've been celebrating it for six months. Six months? Listen, let's be real. Some of you people are watching movies in the middle of July (laughs) acting like nothing's wrong, right? I'll I'll be honest with you. A few years ago, I had a a mixtape CD that I made for my wife in college, and and I was going through my CD case, and I found it, right? So I pulled it out, and I threw it in our car at Christmas time like three years ago. Well, like two years ago, it literally was in the CD drive the entire year. And I don't know, it was just, for me, it was more laziness than anything, but every time you would get in the car, the Bluetooth channel in her car would switch over to CD because it was the next auxiliary port like on there. So if, as soon as you jumped in your car, your Bluetooth didn't connect right away. It took a second to connect. It would automatically click over to the, t- uh, to the CD and start playing a song. So I'm not lying. Like All year long, I think I got to like October, and I was like, I'm done with this. I can't do This is annoying. And I like threw the CD somewhere. Uh, but I was frustrated because I don't know why we'd it, – it never bugged me enough because it was only like a 30-second clip of the song before the Bluetooth would connect and it would go away. But I don't know why we didn't swap the CD out. And mainly because we don't have a, like a big stack of CDs anymore that we pull out and play. But uh, no, I can't do it. That I, I think that Thanksgiving being my favorite holiday, uh, as most people know if they've listened to this podcast, and the fact that my birthday is also in that month – um, I feel like it gets gypped, right? We go straight from this October Halloween candy thing straight into Christmas and Thanksgiving, which is a great holiday, just completely gets obliterated. Hey, and I, so- I think what it, sh- I know you love Thanksgiving. Don't give me the whole like you can celebrate it before pause. <laughs> no, I was going to say three days. I was going to say, listen, I will forever wrap your birthday gifts in Christmas wrapping. It's still your birthday. We're still celebrating, Andy. But hey, throw a little little Christmas cheer on top of it. That's all I'm saying. You know? No, I don't want none of your Christmas cheer. I don't want I don't want none of your snickerdoodles. I don't want none of your bows. I don't want none of that stuff. Dude, man, listen, snickerdoodles is definitely one of the best Christmas cookies, though. I'm just gonna say it's they're, they're not my favorite. Not my favorite. I think Julia and and Bailey and them like snickerdoodles, but it is not my favorite cookie. Um, hands down, I'm I'm a traditional chocolate chip cookie. No no nuts, no nothing. Uh, but again, I'm not a big desserts guy. So like Christmas, you know, I know people make you know, treats and bake and they make all these things for Christmas and desserts and it's just not my thing. So maybe that's another drawback is that I don't really have like a desire for the baking and everything that kind of goes around kind of going into Christmas time. Um, I just wasn't much of a candy person. Yeah. Well, I mean, me having the whole German British, you know, uh, you know, my, my British mother and everything, but it's funny, you know, the, the snickerdoodle being a German cookie, um, is, is like what it's, I don't know if it's their, top known cookie like i i think you know when you think american cookies and stuff a lot of people are always like oh chocolate chip right but um for german it's in dutch it, the snickerdoodle right Which, i don't think it's terrible i just think it's one of those ones that you kind of like it, it's like a sugar cookie for me but it's got a little bit of extra spice on it you know what i mean yeah. it, it just kind of falls in that category and you just move on from it so anyways i don't know why we got stuck on that but let's uh move on anyways it's just one of those things where you know Keep all your Christmas stuff to yourself. I like the I like the gifts. Actually, if I'm giving, being completely honest, I enjoy giving gifts more than I like them. 
given to me. I mean, everybody likes gifts. Don't get me wrong. But once I had kids, <laughs> it was all about giving to my kids and, and that whole thing. Uh, I will say, in all honesty, I texted my wife like a couple weeks ago because we were getting closer to Christmas. And I was like, all right, listen, the house is our gift to each other because we, you know, we spend yeah. a lot of money buying the house and then remodeling it. Uh, for those that don't know, we remodel our house that we spend a lot of money on each other. So really that amazing, we're going to get to, we're going to get to enjoy that during Christmas and then kind of into the future. So I think it's probably the best gift we either each could have given each other, uh, buying all that. Plus I'm going to get a really big TV. So that's kind of my gift to myself. Oh, how big are you getting? Well, I was going to go 85, but we went measure today, and I think it's going to be just a tad too big. Uh, I can make it work, but it, it goes to – because of how tall the nice. fireplace is, it's just going to be too big. So I'm going to go 75. Um, That's so one, nice. one of the newer Samsung Neos. Yeah. Heck so yeah. Really, really nice. So, All right. War on uh, Christmas. War on Christmas. And so I had a, about 15 years ago, I guess this is the first conspiracy theory, that schools across the nation – and uh, one in particular was accused in 2005 in a uh, school in Michigan of this, what, we're, what I'm about to mention, but this rumor spread that middle schools and elementary schools and whatnot started banning the colors red and green. Now, um, the principal of, of this un, unnamed Michigan school chimed in and I guess wrote to this paper and laughed about it and said, you know, it's kind of hard to ban one of the color, one of those colors when it's your school colors. Um, <laughs> right. But supposedly schools have banned the colors red and green. Now the rumor reported states that when you read this article a little bit deeper, that the colors are banned together. So like you're, you won't see schools with red and green, right? It doesn't say, or it says, and this so, is primarily Michigan. Is that what you said? No, it was just one particular school in Michigan, a public school in Michigan, um, to be left unnamed, according to this article, uh, was accused. And the principal just was one of the accused schools. And the, and the principal just happened to chime in and made the comment. It's it's kind of hard to ban green at, at the school, he added, as it's the school's one of the school's colors, which I get. OK, but further in the article, it specifically says that this rumor conspiracy was is actually the colors together you won't see the colors red and green in schools now i don't know if that's true i lightweight want to go to some schools and see if hey do you see red and green together i was trying to think i mean do you can you think of any schools that have them together say as the school's colors um, i can't say it be, mainly because red and green outside of christmas is it's just cringe right you think about those color matches together like it's really hard to pull off a red and green logo uh, I'm sure there I are. Some, I see some ugly school colors, though, bro. Let's be real. <laughs> True. Like some True, hideous but... school. And I would rock some red and green. I mean. I, mean, I, I would rock. I mean, and have Frosty as your, if, as your I, if I'm being completely honest, the only one that ever pops up in mine is actually Stanford because Stanford has the green Christmas tree. Basically, it's it's a redwood. But oh, their yeah. logo is an S with a tree in the middle of it. And that's the only red and green one that I can think of. But that's college. They, they could throw a little um, green in there. I mean, they, they could. But I don't know of anybody that like really rocks the red and green logos. Like it's either you, you usually want like a strong primary color, right? So red, blue, or green. I mean, I guess it could be green, uh, but mostly people are using red, blue, yellow, those so, colors. So another school that was accused was Dodge, a public school in Dodgeville, Dodgeville, Wisconsin, and uh, it actually brought them a little bit of harm because it they were also falsely accused of banning Christmas carols. Well, because of this. 
rumor. They were flooded with hateful emails and calls. The school actually had to spend thousands of dollars mounting a public campaign um, to set their record straight. Like they were like, hey, listen, we ain't banning Christmas carols. The fact that people are actually believing it is kind of crazy to me because, (laughs) like, that's just a lot of effort to go into for it not to be a, if you're going to put an effort into killing, uh, you know, uh, again, all of these could be justifiable if you're trying to keep them from something at school, gang colors, whatnot. But as far as Christmas, like you you have to look, you're looking at that from a different perspective, right? So you're either looking at it from just a, you know, to a holiday of whatever sorts, but the only reason, what would be the reason for banning it? Would it be just the the religious basis of it where it's birthday and that's why we celebrate it? And that's the second piece, right? The second conspiracy is that public schools in general across the state or nation no longer are allowed to recognize Christmas and predominantly because of the religious stance behind it. Well, right? okay. So, so I'll take that a step further. So you're, you're banning it's the not. fat man, right? So you got first and second graders. Hey, bro, you don't get to know about Santa anymore. You don't right. Get to have- I would say it's less about banning, more about minimizing. Right. What we've found today is you go happy holidays. You go all these things. Like, I mean, even at yeah. work, I walk out and there's an on the exit. They've got a little poster there with some Christmas tree. It's got all the stuff for Christmas, but we don't say Christmas anymore. And I understand that not everybody celebrates that, but I could go and say, you know, I don't know, happy donut day. And you don't eat donuts, but that doesn't mean that I'm offending you or somehow excluding you because I, I like donuts. Right. Or 7-Eleven day, go get a free Slurpee. Right. Like just because I like Slurpees, if you don't like Slurpees, me celebrating or getting excited about those types of things, it doesn't mean that I'm excluding your way of seeing things or whatever. So to me, we've become this, this culture where we have to have this inclusive talk in everything we do. And it feels like the only way to do that is to minimize what we, and I'm going to say we as a, you know, I'm a Christian. So me as a Christian believe in, right. I, I, as a white cisgender male christian i have to be minimized to allow everybody to be you know maximized and i think that's that's a terrible way to look at things (laughs) it's a terrible way to look at things because the things that they're complaining about are what they're doing to people like myself and people that believe like i do and so i think that it, it it's just this the the concept of the eye for an eye we are legit following it out to a t and uh you know, it's just crazy to me. Jesus turned the well, turned the cheek, right? So it's one of those things where if we could learn from the mistakes, if if th- there are horrible things that have happened in past, but I don't believe me saying Merry Christmas somehow minimizes Hanukkah. So no, and I absolutely agree with you. I think it, you know you believe in what you believe in Kwanzaa, Hanukkah, whatever you know, Satan worshippers believe in. But hey, we got Christmas, right? So right. there are states, state legislators that to protect people giving them the uh, so-called Christmas protection laws that a handful of states, including Texas as one, um, have gone as far as passing legislation that states um, that giving everyone the right to say Merry Christmas so that you don't feel like you're breaking some law when you say it. This is true. Oh, I, didn't realize, like, I didn't realize that, that there's an actual law that legislation. Yes. That's that, that protects you for being able to say Merry Christmas. Right? What about saying that Christmas and snickerdoodles um, should not go together? Well, I think you'd just be wrong with that. You should go to jail. I don't actually think because, snickerdoodles go with Christmas, but I think I just. What? Have you seen? Have you seen red and green Christmas 
snickerdoodles, and they even have ones with like frosting and sprinkles. Yeah, on them. yeah, yeah. But see, again, like for Christmas, I mean, I, I know you can just about make any cookie, but a chocolate chip cookie is is a general cookie, right? It's a generalized yeah. cookie. Snickerdoodles yeah. taste like Christmas. But listen, I'm a general like you man. You taste them. I'm a general. Like, I'm a generalized man, mm-hmm. and all I want is a simple chocolate chip cookie. Listen, I, I when think Santa comes to my house, the war on Christmas, aren't you? you when started, Santa comes you? to my house, that man eats all them chocolate chip cookies. But I promise you, if they be putting snickerdoodles out there, uh, he, you're getting a bite. No, bro, you're getting a bite. Uh, He's gonna be like, listen, I understand the kids went through all this work to make me to make me some snickerdoodles, but that, that chocolate chip cookie. That It'd Santa's sitting on a he's sitting on a mound of lies. He's not the real Santa. If he doesn't oh. like Snickerdoodles, then he ain't Santa. I'm just telling you right now. Listen. Real real talk. Look at real talk. I wanna you know what? When our when our listeners hear this, I want them <laughs> I, I guarantee we're gonna get hit up. Like I love Snickerdoodles myself. Okay, I bet can, you you wanna bet? We can do a poll. We can do a poll. We should do a poll <laughs> where it says Snickerdoodles versus chocolate chip, and I one hundred percent can tell you now that people believe the chocolate chip. For, but, you, but the poll has to be like crushing, like bussing, because like, because everybody loves chocolate chip cookies. Right? I'm not saying that. I'm not this uh, discrediting chocolate chip cookies. They are amazing. But the question is, if you you know Christmas and and you have chocolate chip cookies and you have snickerdoodles, which one like rings Christmas to you? Like which one do you think about? Which one tastes like Christmas? That's I mean that's the uh, okay 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 right? so. I know that this is a conspiracy. Or we're doing conspiracy theories around other things. I gotta be honest with you, okay? This is a conversation I have with I've had with my wife over the years, okay? And it kind of goes down ra- different rabbit holes. I do not believe in tastes and smells associated with things, <laughs> okay? I'm sorry, <laughs> apple apple pies, whatever doesn't remind me of Christmas. It just reminds me that people buy a lot of it at that time, right? But what like it. You know, when you're like, when you taste a cookie, it tastes like Christmas. Christmas doesn't have a taste, bro. All right? Does like, it just, it just does it, not have a taste. Okay? It, it, you, you can't walk outside and go, it oh, it smells like winter. Yeah, what? Yes, you, you can. You can feel winter. You can see winter. You ain't smelling winter, bro. You could smell it. You no. You smell it. No. So, the dew the, in the air. The, oh, the, my the, gosh. The, ridiculous. The green, beautiful, you know, First tiny off, trees. It's amazing. You're just like, oh mmm. I smell Christmas, and just saying, Snickerdoodles taste like Christmas. That's all I'm gonna say. I'm gonna leave it there. I'm gonna leave it there. You know, my opinion, and well, I think a lot of us would agree. So, I'm starting to turn this into an eat the cake podcast, right? I feel like we yes. should have a dessert shout here out. to eat. Shut up. <laughs> right? Like, I feel like we should have a dessert. Like, <laughs> we should. should we should we review some cookies on the podcast? Like, oh, what's what's man. happening here? No, Dang I don't. Want, I want beef jerky. Like, I understand all those guys are like sweet toothed it up over there. Let's have some meat. Uh, if yeah. any podcasters would like to suggest some meat that we can eat on the podcast, please, yeah. uh, you know, s- send me over a, a, a tri-tip or a brisket or a rib ribeye with a bone in, you know? Yes. Because we're we men on this that. podcast. We don't we eat lemon cakes. Though I'm totally insulting cakes. our friends. This is terrible. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm never going to get invited. I love, I love cakes. I ain't going to lie. I'll eat the cakes and the meat in one on one plate just throwing that out there all in one mm. but uh hey so back to the, the war on christmas here <laughs> yeah so the christmas tree as along with you know not being able to say christmas so the christmas tree has also started to be banned like there's a there's a myth that no longer can you have christmas trees you only have the holiday tree right 
And so apparently, also in schools and in several, certain government facilities and stuff, you won't see Christmas trees anymore. So what is wrong with today, man? We can't I don't do know. anything. I don't know. I love Christmas trees, though. They're so, they're so nice. Well, I think there's nothing wrong with a Christmas tree. Like, right. Honestly, like the, the best part of the holiday, in my opinion, the best part of the holidays is the lights, right? You go out, you see the lights, and it's which the fancy. Brings, which brings me to my next one. I love that you say that. All right. Because there are cities and towns that have literally banned um, decorating with lights and, and decorations. These people have no joy. Now listen, yes. I I I'm may glad be, you say it. Yeah, I may I may be a butt humbug, but come on, man! Like really, like you, if you don't want to embrace the putting up the lights and the decorating and all that, I, I'm okay with that. That's fine by me. Like I, I listen, I I may understand where you're coming from, but don't don't put your nonsense on someone else. Like, what does it hurt someone? To live, I mean, okay. There's an exception to the rule, right? If you're like living across the guy from the guy that's in, you know, Christmas vacation, and he's making uh, his house light up like he can see it in space, and you get affected by Heck that, yeah. okay, okay, all right. Uh, again, up, kind of buttercup. suck it a buttercup. I still think you got, you know, it's the season; it comes <laughs> with it. You're just gonna have to deal with it. But nonetheless, that is something where, you know, I hate saying it, but you got like that. It's affecting you, right? The the lights or your sleep or whatever. It's affecting your your quality of life. I understand that, right? Maybe they play music outside their house at Christmas time <laughs> till ten o'clock at night. Okay, all right. Oh, but I mean, to, okay. But yeah, to outlaw maybe. it in a city where people can't do trees or lights or anything, like uh, man, where, do these people live in Michigan? These people must live in California. Well, I don't. <laughs> I don't. This isn't all Michigan. I just that was the one of the. First I'm just saying. Well, I mean, to live in Michigan, you. I mean, I'm sure there's like three people there that enjoy living there. Like, what? Yeah. Tell me, tell me one good thing about living in Michigan. Okay, so let's move on. We've made our point. <laughs> right? Maybe, maybe the only point is that you're closer to the North Pole, and it feels it's, like it. Yeah, you get snow at Christmas. Which, no. I mean, we may get snow at Christmas, too, at this rate. Ah, they said maybe on Friday, but I don't think it's going to rain. As long as it, does, if it doesn't rain, we're not getting snow. It's supposed to be cold enough, but we'll see. That would be so awesome. So the the last, for this particular, on the one Christmas, um, before we move to something a little lighter and a little more fun, well, I don't know if it's lighter, but uh, is that most stores have started forcing their clerks as policy to no longer say, you know, can no longer say the word Christmas, must say happy holidays, and store flyers and catalogs, especially, specifically ones that have been, like, they, they mentioned the Vermont Country Store, right? Things like that, where, you, where the, you've got these stores where people wait all year long to get their Christmas catalog, right? And they've now removed Christmas and Christmas themes and Christmas words from catalogs and advertisements and again clerks have now been forced to you know cannot say the word merry christmas can't say have to say happy holidays no matter what yeah and, and again that's that wokeism that we're talking about where everything has to be uh, suited to i, I all, i'm telling all of this 150 percent of this goes back to participation trophies all of absolutely. it absolutely 
all of entitlement. it. Entitlement. Entitlement. Yeah. It's creating it, entitlement. It, it's a belief. It's a belief that you are owed, or or it's it's even furthermore than that. It is true that I believe that people believe that they are owed something, but we have even gotten so far that we now. We now do it before they even get offended. We tell them what to be offended by by not addressing it, right? By 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 not saying Merry Christmas. We're telling people that that's something to be offended by if someone says Merry Christmas to you. It's incredible to me. And I and I made a comment the other day. I, I work with someone who is Jewish, and and I mentioned something about Christmas, and he goes, "Well, we don't celebrate Christmas." I said, "Oh, that's cool. You know, let's to each their own." You've got your your own set of beliefs. That means you. I said, do you celebrate Hanukkah? And he goes, yeah, I do. I said, okay, cool. Happy Hanukkah. I mean, I'm down to celebrate Hanukkah right? and like, Christmas. I'm I, I'm not a believer in the Hanukkah thing. It doesn't gifts. mean it doesn't exist to them, right? That's their belief and what they want to believe. I believe in, in in Jesus. I believe in His birth. And you know what? Jesus and Santa Claus got it going on. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Right? That's like yeah, I, they talk to one another. I'm a little <laughs> upset that they're attacking both, you know, especially the fat man. The fat man has done nothing wrong, right? right? This jolly. Well, the happy... fat man is. Yeah. It, the hey, fat man why? is just, why? just marking, right? Like at the end of the day, it's just, that's just fun times at the end of the day. It's just, you know, I don't know. I don't know. And I'm more fond of the Grinch than I am the fat man. Um, What's well, because you are secretly him. And, yeah. And we, and, we all, and we all know it. Yeah. It's okay. Like favorite, if, Christmas, if, favorite Christmas movie is Scrooged. Oh, I just watched it today. Yes, Bill, Bill Murray. Murray. Yeah. I, I enjoy it. of of the the Christmas movies. I, I mean, I like I like Christmas movies. There's, I've got a list of them that I do like. I, I had never before getting married. I'd never watched things like White Christmas or um, what's the other one? Uh, it's a Wonderful Life. Like I didn't watch any of those because eh, you know, Christmas Story. Eh, you know. But I've seen them all now. Uh, I've seen Christmas Vacation. You know, two thousand times. But yeah. Um, 
I, I so, don't know. I like, I like Scrooge. So I'm glad I'm glad you brought up Christmas movies because the so War on Christmas is happening, but you know we we we're just gonna leave it where it's at. We know it's happening. We know people are out there trying to take Christmas down, take down the jolly fat man and the and the in the red suit, bringing bringing joy and cheer to everybody. So we know it's happening. We want it to stop. I want it to stop. Stop attacking Santa. Santa's the man. He is the man. Uh, <laughs> but I want to switch over to Christmas movies real quick as, as we we close as we get near to the end and talk about some fun uh, theories with certain Christmas movies. Ten in particular. Ten ten theories. Um, and they may be a little off craziness, but I found this list and we'll see what happens. So the first one is around the movie The Grinch. The you know, we all know. Now, the, which version of the Grinch are we talking here? Are we talking the it, original? It, it doesn't. It doesn't. This particular theory doesn't matter because it's around the Grinch and Max. Max okay. is the okay. dog. Okay. Okay. Yep. Yep. So uh, a specific TikToker came up with this theory that Max the dog became buddies with the Grinch because he was an unwanted Christmas gift. It says that they believe that he was sent to the dump on Mount Crumpet where the Grinch resided with other unwanted holiday gifts. This to say that he became the man's best friend. That, so that, he that was seems some, believable. I, right? I don't, know that, sad, it's, I don't know that it's... It, well, yeah, but I mean... Little spoiled little, little Whoville kids. They're like, oh, that dog looks like a rat. Any, Let's get rid of it. If anything, it's a spoiler to how the movie's going to end. That he did have, even though his heart had shrunk three sizes, he still had a, he had a love for Max. Because he took care he of him. He talked to him. It was his best friend. Well, because the Grinch is unwanted. He was thrown away on that yeah, crumpet. Yeah. I, you know what? I yeah. think that's intentional. I don't think that's a conspiracy. I think oh. you just unlocked. I'm going to watch the movie again. I think it was, I think you just unlocked something there. <laughs> uh, that one, that one was I, I, not much of a conspiracy there. I think it's honestly not much of a stretch, right? The reality, especially if you I could be, yeah, think no, about it's like believable, the, right? Think about like the Jim Carrey one, right? Where the, where the Jim Carrey um, Grinch or how the uh, Grinch stole Christmas yeah. um, when he's dumpster diving in the pile of trash to pull stuff out right that's that, the kind of the first thing you see there so yeah absolutely this, i believe this it. poor little dog was some little whoville kids christmas gift and the kid was like i don't want it and got rid of it and yep that's where he ended up man sad but true sad but true all right on to the next one this one's crazy are you ready yep frosty the snowman is a demon okay okay all right all right all right. We know we know that objects can be. We, <laughs> yes. know, we know that we know it. So yes. his hat, his hat had to have been so possessed. A YouTuber believes that Frosty the Snowman is actually a demon created by naughty children. Apparently, the children even use dark magic to bring the evil spirit to life. If you listen closely to the classic song depicting the snowman's birthday, this theory will start to give you chills. And we're not talking about snow. So I did not look up the Frosty song, but apparently in the song uh, about his birthday, and I tried. You to know, see the these song. are coming. These are coming to life more and more these days because the further we get away from that claymation feel, people yeah. really hate them and cringe at them and think that they're just very. <laughs> Like I, I think we even heard Pastor Josh recently mention something about the Rudolph movies, right? And how if you watch those things back, they're like horrific. Like it, it's te they're terrifying to watch because I don't know if I don't know if it was him, but I think it was him where he mentioned it, and he's just like they're just you know they're movies, they're like they're scary, and I'm like 
They're really not. But but the premise, if I recall, and I could be wrong, but I believe that there have been horror movies made off of uh, Jack Frost and Frosty the Snowman. I don't know if it's Frosty yeah. the Snowman or Jack Frost, but I, I, I thought that there was a, a horror film or some kind of flick that came around, out around Christmas time that played into that. I don't know if it was demonic oh, sure. or more yeah. that it was like a like it was a monster kind of thing. But again, I mean, crossroads kind of thing, uh, right. kind of worshipy, right? They put them together, looking for some somebody to play with. He comes to life. There's conditions. He has conditions. Um, I think he That's even requires just... things of the kids. Uh, plausible, plausible. In the words of Cody, who's not here, as most of you have already it noticed, because plausible. my jokes aren't hitting the same way, right? Uh, when Cody says jokes, you guys all go she. Right, but when when I say something, it's like, oh, that was that was funny, mildly funny. That's kind of how I feel eating a snickerdoodle. Um, <laughs> it's it's a it's a okay cookie. You're such a hater. Stop hating <laughs> on the snickerdoodles, bro. Yeah. All right. This next one's fun. This one's not as uh, morbid or or I guess evil, but Santa from the Santa Claus. So the the Tim Allen movie, the Santa Claus. All right. Is actually a wizard from Harry Potter. Interesting. Have, okay. I, on, on a side note, well, before mm-hmm. we go into that, have you mm-hmm. watched any of the new TV show? I, I watched half of an episode. I was really disappointed. Yeah, they're 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 going down a rabbit hole, but you really sh- should watch a little bit more of it. It's not bad. Um, it's better. Oh, okay. It does get better. And uh, I do just I, just a little spoiler. Do... Bernard's on there. Okay. All right. right. So I think they try to explain how the Santa Claus is are what they are i haven't i haven't finished them we've just we've kind of had them playing while we we're doing stuff at the house yeah uh, and i've got a few things that i thought okay. oh okay I, all listen, right I, I trust your judgment we tend to be i think pretty close in, in a lot of things when it comes to movies and stuff and I, shows and I, this is and this, now, i did being struggle honest, with it so i turned it off but i i will <laughs> this is I'll, my I'll three episode review i have not gone okay. through the full six or seven episodes that are up that review may change um, and it's mainly because I think that it's okay for certain things to try their best to get there. Like Matrix Four, not t- typically a great movie, mainly because I don't think it was necessary. And the path that they should have gone down, they didn't. But you know, applause for effort. Well, and I, I don't, feel. and I don't want to go deep on this, but I did start watching Willow, and I'm like kind of iffy. And that's only because I love the original movie so much. Uh, Well, I mean, but that's how most movies are, right? It is very rare for a movie or a follow-up movie or TV show to do it justice, right? Like, I I have a weird feeling. I was in college uh, when I got, like, a hacked version of Taken. And it was, like, two years before it came out in theaters because it was a film festival release. And we watched that movie, had no clue what it was. And I remember getting done. I looked over at Julian. I was like, that was awesome. I haven't, I mean, it's not like it's, he rewrote anything, but it was just such a good movie. And then years later, the Taken 2 came out and you go to watch it and you're like, it's kind of the same story all over again, but it's just not the same. It doesn't hit the same. So sequels are tough, right? I I mean, we're even seeing that with Avatar 2 right now. They're not, it's not quite the same as the first one. Um, Right. Exactly. Reviews. But anyways, uh, okay, hit me. So this one, so this one's real simple and basic. And it's really just down to the fact that when it shows Tim Allen going down the chimney with with magical powers. This Reddit user states that this is just a muggle's explanation of how wizards travel by by using flu powder. 
So if you don't know what flu powder is, they, they have this powder and they, they walk into like a fireplace, a large fireplace or whatever, and they say, you know, the name of a area and they throw it on the ground and it transports them, right? And so um, the Santa Claus doing the same thing, of course, with, you know, the, the chimney and whatnot. So that was that was I mean, a Reddit user. Okay, it's a bit far of a stretch. stretch. Far, far bit stretch. Of, bit of for a stretch. Sure. Mainly that flu powder would transport them to another place, more, more teleport. This is transformation, right? Again, when Muggle stuff, most of the time when Muggle things would happen, it was to break the barrier down between reality and the wizard world, the wizarding world, right? This is all within this world. Not to say that magic can't happen in that way, and you might not be wrong on the concept that that Santa Claus is more of a wizard than anything else because he has magic. His magic magic is conditional. It's based on spirit uh, on uh, on belief and those types of things. But it's a bit of a stretch. A bit of a stretch. And I'm a Harry Potter fan. I, I know that there are people in our circles that don't care for Harry Potter. Me personally, I got no hate for the man. Uh, I wish they would have done something with him older. It probably wouldn't hit the same way. But you know, right. I wanted to see how how it was going to go down. All right. Well, that one was so, okay. Is there any more? This was, yes. There's a hand, just a few more. Yeah. So, Buddy the Elf from the movie Elf is actually a dirtbag creep. And wow. here's That's... the reason here's the reasons. The shower scene with Zoe Deschanel. Yeah, uh, sings a song. If you look back at earlier in the movie when he's in the North Pole, he's clearly well aware of showers and things of that nature um and that you of course have to be undressed to be in a shower and he's just chilling as if he's innocent and doesn't realize what she's doing when he clearly must know what she's doing so therefore he knows she's naked in that shower and he's all up in the shower room just singing a song with her okay to address that point to address that point Innocent mind. He's but of a child doesn't even know he's human when he's at the North Pole. It I'm isn't until saying, he comes just, to Earth. I'm just telling so, you what this Reddit user is saying. <laughs> a, I know. I know. I get it. All right. Here's okay. Next, right. he brutally injures multiple ch- children on their way home from school. Nice. Uh, he uses his obsession with syrup to get horribly. They use some words I'm not going to use. Horribly uh, smashed on the job. Right. So his obsession <laughs> with syrup earlier on. Leads to him getting wasted at at at, at the job, right. and um, he his so called he uses his so called innocence to verbally abuse a man with a disability, namely the uh, vertically challenged. Is that the person. mailroom guy? No, not the mailroom guy. The 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 children's oh, oh. book writer, and he's oh, like, yeah, yeah, "Don't yeah. say elf again." It's what's his name? Uh, the actor. Anyway, yeah, Dinklage. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. English, yeah. So he, he used his innocence to verbally abuse a man. Even when he was asked to stop, he continued and called him an elf. I mean, that's all just good fun. <laughs> that's all. I mean, everything he said there, I mean, that's just, you know, honest, good fun. Uh, maybe with the exception of being smashed. I mean, the moment he took a drink of that syrup, he would have known it wasn't syrup. Yeah. And he kept on going. He just kept going. Wasted. So, mm. anyways, that's the buddy the elf one. All right. Here's a little crazy one. This one's quick. The Santa Claus, again, the Tim Allen movie, is about cannibals. Wow, people have nothing else to do in life. (laughs) It says, another theory about Tim Allen's The Santa Claus franchise is about the way the film depicts the life cycle of Santa Claus. 
To some, it suggests the elves are engaging in cannibalism. Yes, this person believes the family-friendly Christmas film features elves who cook people in caca that uh, that is enjoyed all over the North Pole. How festive! And the actual tweet says, um, "Here's a little festive question for you: What is the most stone cold, perfect, brutal, horrific Christmas film ever made?" Good guess from everyone, but pull up a chair for a truly seasonal hot take. The most horrific Christmas film, or rather trilogy, is the Santa Claus. And then you just go on reading all the tweets about how they're they believe the elves are uh, cannibalistic. There, like no no premise there. I know it's just such a reach. There's no premise. But I'm trying to figure out no... where do they say does like, what, does, k- where, k- are they, where are they in Kakoa? Yeah, whatever uh, hot chocolate's made out of. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah. But where do they? But I'm trying to figure out what would lead them to believe that the elves were cooking people. I don't know. They, For what the something. eternal, the fountain of eternal youth? Well, that, clearly that's not done in a baby, baby elf blood. shop cooking snickerdoodles. It's 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 done in a pizza <laughs> shop in New York. Uh, I love the tie-in. Yes. Episode. Oh five. my god! Go back episode to listen five. to episode five. Get it. Get it. Get it. Uh, all right, let's move on. Kevin from Home, Home Alone grew up to be Jigsaw from Saw. Oh, <laughs> uh, see, I talked to you about this one. I'm telling you, okay, plausible, plausible, plausible. but I think a more <laughs> arguable effect. I actually had a conversation with my mother in law about this. I have always argued that Die Hard is a Christmas movie, and people go back right. and forth with me like it's not a Christmas movie, it just happens at a Christmas party, but it's not a Christmas movie. My argument is, if that is the case, then you can't argue that Home Alone is a Christmas movie. I understand uh, it's yeah, Christmas okay. time, as it was in Die Hard, but his family goes away on vacation. He gets left at home. People try to break into his house. He smacks them. Ha- to me, they're the same movie. That's it, Kevin, Kevin uh, McAllister is the same as Bruce Willis in Die Hard. It, it, it's, he just grew up. It, they're one, it's a sequel. <laughs> Die Hard's a sequel. To Home Alone. <laughs> I'm just saying. So if you're going to argue Die Hard's not a Christmas movie, then you can't say that Home Alone is. And if you if you say that Home Alone is not a Christmas movie, then I will concede. Yeah. And I will say that neither are, neither of them are Christmas movies. But that is a lie, and most people will know that uh, one and the same movie, just years apart. I mean, this person just basically goes on to say that Kevin is is troubled, has violent tendencies, and records videos at home. Oh, 100%. A kid goes through that tw- not once, but twice? Oh, <laughs> or, he's damaged. Yeah. He's damaged goods. <laughs> he's locking people up and watching them cut their feet off. 100%. 100%. Like, he, he got so much joy out of hitting that dude in the face with an iron that he's like, ah, this will be a great way. Let's strap something on their head and see what okay. happens. Listen, his traps and stuff are skilled at a young age. So imagine how much better he got with wisdom and knowledge as he grew oh up. Oh my you know goodness! I mean? You know, he was went from micro machines to, you know, contraptions that split your head into horrible, <laughs> horrible stuff. <laughs> oh man, twisted, twisted. So also Home Alone. This is another one. Uh, Gus. Gus is John Candy's character. Okay. The, the polka king. Okay? Right. Right. But he is actually the devil. There is a part where Kate is is quoted as stating, "If I have to sell my soul to the devil himself," well, and what she's referring to is trying to get home to Kevin, right? Mm-hmm. And immediately after she says that, 
Gus pops up, offering to take her. Mm. Mm. So interesting. Yeah, interesting. Uh, there's a whole read-up that adds into it um, about his grins and how he responds to her and things like that. He nature. was a so, musician as well. He was a musician and a singer. You just mm. added to that. Mm. Mm. For those of you that don't know, Satan himself was a worship leader. Mm. The worship leader. Yeah. I mean, clearly Very, the Poker King. Right? I mean, of all music, that's definitely music that should be played in hell. Yeah. Tr- true. Could you, could you imagine <laughs> just being tortured to Polka? You would, you'd you'd want to die all over again. That's eternal death. I'm offending right? like, the Polka listeners. Yeah, I know. They're like, I'm done with this show. Okay. Weirdly enough, though, I liked ska when I was in high school. And it's because I was like into Christian music and I used to listen to, to Christian ska. It was good stuff. It's good stuff. Um, I'm going to send you a, a, a song. This last one is long and I don't. I'll, I'll is it not up. worth it? Like a snickerdoodle? Dude, you're really, you know, you're hurting my feelings. Snickerdoodles are amazing. They're amazing. Great cookies. Uh, there's some probably some good stuff in here, but it basically says Rudolph is the result of infidelity. <sighs> that Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer is Donner's bastard son. <laughs> like, why do people <laughs> look at things this way? <laughs> if, 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 there's just so much wrong with there's just so much wrong with the world. You wonder why, like it's stuff like this. this, 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 this. <laughs> when all the other reindeers found out about Rudolph's nose, Santa's reaction is to get mad at Rudolph's father. Donner, you should be ashamed of yourself. Why should Donner be ashamed of himself? Just because he tried to hide the red nose. The rejection of Rudolph is extreme, even extending to Santa and the adult reindeer, reindeer coach. So it's basically they're taking the redheaded stepchild stance. So whose Terrible. child is he? Donner's or his mom's? Like this whole <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> Terrible, man. People They destroyed Rudolph. Oh. <laughs> I'll never listen to that song. The they same. say apparently there's all kinds of, it says there's says a majority of the clues are found in the animated film. Of course it is. <laughs> That's why he's ousted uh that's why he's ousted so much at the North Pole. Oh, this must be the Land of the Misfit Toys one. Mm. Wow. Wow. Um, oh, there's one more. All of Tim Burton's films are one big story. That probably some validity to that, though. I mean, imaginative writer of Burton, he probably ties everything in somehow, I'm assuming. But I don't know how that has anything to do with Christmas. So, that's it. <laughs> so we have Kevin, the Jigsaw Slayer, and... I mean... Probably the, the most son. plausible one. Most plausible. Kev, Kevin, the jigsaw slayer. Yeah, yeah. Jigsaw I mean, j- either that or he's diehard, right? He's a he's. I can't. Why can't I remember his name? My brain is like completely shut down. Bruce Willis's character in Die Hard. Yes. What's his character's yeah, name? John McClane. John McClane. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, they're the same person. Same person. Okay. But yeah, yeah. roll right. with it. So, anyways, um, that's it. The war on Christmas will continue and probably progressively get worse. 
I feel like it already has. Like at this point, is it really a war on Christmas? Are we kind of at that state where it's like, oh, this has been going on for so long? Like one side is eventually going to win out. Well, that's what they do. They they slowly desensitize you. We're going to be. I feel like it's been like since we were kids. Like it's it wasn't this bad. Yeah. It was it wasn't this bad, but like in my twenties, I felt like we started to see more of this where people were getting offended, or it was like you know we haven't quite lost out on it because there's just too much money to be made around Christmas. Uh, but if if it wasn't profitable, I think that you would probably see more fight against it than than right now. But I agree, I it just it it's never going to stop. And and, and the main toll, the main ties is the fact that it just ties to Christ, right? At the end of the day, it ties back to Christ and Him being born uh, and us celebrating that day uh, because it's Him. So it it you know it's just unfortunate that. Well, everything else has to be highlighted and we have to be pressed down. We as believers have to be pressed down uh, in have, order for everything else to be highlighted. They're, they're going to have to come and take me away because I ain't stopping to celebrate it. So, they, oh, I know. I've been trying to stop drops. you for a while. Uh, just, just, It's not about stopping you. It's about just like, let's just <laughs> <Dial> listen. <back. laughs> listen, just, just a little bit. Just a little bit. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. You can sing that. We're in, in December, bro. You can sing that all you want. You you sing it at the top of your lungs. I'll join in. Right? It is December nineteenth. I will sing the song with you. But don't ca- don't catch me on November twenty eighth catching you singing. You know what? I know you know what you're gonna get for your birthday next year? Do not give me snickerdoodles. How did you know? Bro. <laughs> the last it's the last time you'll ever hear me say it. I hate snickerdoodles. That subpar you're gonna, cookie. You're, you're so gonna forget. Watch this. Hundred Bro, bucks. Okay. It. I'm gonna bring it. I'm gonna do it, and no then we're gonna talk about it on the show. I'm gonna make you eat them on the show too, and I'm gonna and they're gonna be red and green, like actual Christmas snickerdoodles for your birthday. Ridiculous. They're, they're coming, bro. Anyways, hey, uh, Twisted World fan, we love you. Merry Christmas. We hope you enjoy this amazing, beautiful holiday, and uh, you have fun with your family and friends. And we love you as always. We are out. Snickerdoodles are the worst. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.